Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast on Network Nerd. Uh, joining me is Dan. Oh, oh. Um, we've also got Marto. G'day, Flog. And uh, joining us tonight is uh, first caller ever on uh, Bigfooty Flogcast. It's uh, DB Swanee. Everything tastes better with cola. Thank you very much. Always Coca-Cola. So as, as you guys have probably noticed, it's four winners from the weekend. So plenty, plenty, plenty of goo yeah. to share around. No, uh, Ooh, yeah. no, no, Ooh, yeah. no teach. Yeah, where is teach? Yeah, no teach, no fifey. So our uh, our two of our regulars are not quite here tonight. So where, where do you think those guys are? Well, it's finals time, and we only accept winners at the stage. I think. Yeah, that's it. The uh, winners are grinners. So I reckon we'll start with Sunday's game, Port Adelaide and Richmond. So, Marta, what were your thoughts on the game? Did you actually go? How long, be- how long before you actually came, Marta? That may be the, more to the point in terms of the game. Uh, I reckon, uh, I reckon, I think it was the second quarter when uh, uh, Hamish Hartler, he gathered the ball, took the hit and handed the ball off and kicked that goal. You know the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just... Yeah, it's just fantastic. You can tell the boys uh, come up, come out all fired up, and um, yeah, just shows that talk is cheap. Richmond folks were uh, talking themselves up all week, uh, you know, getting pretty mouthy, uh, up and about, all in the press and everything, and uh, yeah, it all come crashing down. Look, I'm I'm not trying to be uh, arrogant or, or or anything because I know the karma bus goes round and round, and uh, I'm just hoping it doesn't hit my side this week. I, I reckon your butt. I reckon you're boasting that because I don't reckon you would have held on until the second quarter before you blew your load. Because there's yeah. no way you the were, game, there would have been game. every port supporter blowing their load about ten minutes in. Yeah, That's when the game finished. So yeah, what, what about uh, what, what about Trenkotch and um, yeah, winning the toss and kicking into the wind? That was uh, oh, <laughs> that was a oh, weird decision. Brain fuck, that oh. was. Oh. I had a bit of a I had a bit of a when John O'Brown's tweet came up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a pisser. There, was no, there is no logical explanation for <laughs> into the wind. There is none. Uh, what was he thinking? I bravely ventured over to the Richmond board and, and had a look. I didn't learn quite. I didn't post and do anything like that. And uh, I had a look at the Cotch and Roast thread. And, uh, and there were some, some people in there saying, no, it makes logical sense. Uh, when I was playing under nines, my coach said, oh, always... Uh, if you win the toss, kick into the breeze in the first quarter because you'll have the wind coming uh, coming with you in the last. Yeah, Jeez. but we still have to... We yeah, but the wind, the wind sometimes changes, though. That's not always the case. You've just got to take it take it when it's there and get runs on the board. 
Exactly right, and uh, I'm I'm just glad I, I never had any uh, under nine coaches like that. I was listening on uh, SEN this morning, and they were saying that uh, people were saying they should trade Deledio. Some of the talk was to go to Sydney for um, Tom Mitchell and Sam Reid. What? what yeah, what are your thoughts on that, DB? Would you like Deledio at your club? No, Trent Cochin and Deledio, no, and sorry, what else? What no, else? Delete, a bag full of no, no, no. money? Delete, Deletio for Sam Reid and Tom Mitchell. Straight uh, <laughs> okay. And when are we off the Wizard of Oz? Sorry, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, Tom, but, Tom Mitchell. <laughs> don't, don't shoot the message. I'm, I'm just saying uh, as I heard on the radio this morning. Uh, so, but well, where is Fifey? Is, uh, Dan, do you know where Fifey is? Or? I think he's jumped playing and he's, he's in Europe. He's yeah, in well, Europe? He left a quarter time. <laughs> Of the point is, um, have the Colas got enough salary cap room to uh, to fit Cochin and uh, Deledio in? I'm sure they'd uh, ask for a lot of money. If we had the salary oh. cap, we just deny having it because we don't need him. <laughs> We'd rather keep Mitchell. Thank you very much. Yeah. You done? You done? You fuckers? You done? Oh, hey, hey, oh, oh you are you are here. Yeah. Well, just got off the plane in Europe. Um, it's pretty nice this time of year. Much nicer than here. You must look forward to Richmond losing in finals because you get to go up on the plane and go to the other side of the world. Yeah, it's... Well, no, because then you you have to have the loss first and the melt and the tears. No goo. Yeah, but it's all worth it if you get to go to Europe, though, surely. Yeah, but you've got to go hide in a cabin with no internet. It's not It's not as fun as it sounds, man. Well, then... then okay, fair enough. Fivey, can I ask you an existential question? Mm-hmm. Just a brief one. Is it better? Is ninth better than eighth? Or is eighth better than ninth? I don't. I don't know. I just your your feelings on that. No, eighth eighth is still better because at least the ninth, the ninth's so ingrained. It's actually nice to find new wa- it, n- new ways, yeah. new ways to disappoint. <laughs> always better than old ways nine. of disappointing. So see, it's even a new way of disappointing from finals this year. Last year it was getting overrun after again by a terrible team in Carlton after half time. This year it was having it taken away in ten minutes. You know, next year we'll probably make the finals and I don't lose know, a game at half time or something. <laughs> <laughs> lose after the siren after first quarter coming after coming back from quarter. nowhere, something like that. We'll find a new way. But, but Fluffy, if Porter put the foot down and beaten you by 119 points, would you have said the same thing? Would you feel the same way? I I would have stayed in Europe till the end of next season if that had <laughs> happened. But I I have theories on this game. Okay, now. I've noticed that. Series. Uh, yes, I've noticed. We need that, that X, X, X Files music. Yes, we do need yeah, the X Files music. Get the X Files music. This, this, sorry, this is all I've got. <laughs> Tyler is not here. The teacher's not here, and I reckon he's feeling a little bit guilty because the Tiggy train went off the tracks this week in a big, big way. And we know who sabotages bandwagons better than anyone. We know who the expert on trains is, and we know he's going to be at it. We know he's going to be at it this week. I reckon once he saw the result come through on Saturday night when he knew North would be playing Geelong, he'd need to do some sabotage this week. He thought, I'll get some practice in on Sunday. And the train went off the tracks and Teach, because Teach left some coins on there, and yeah, I blame Teach. You know, well, I actually did that as a kid, and I've just only realised how stupid that really was. Yeah, I did that uh, too as a kid. I did it as well, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I will note, look, we weren't very good, but the fact is, Port oh, played... Duh. No, no, but... That's very common. Let's... Okay. 
Okay, we were shit. We were shit. Was that before or after the the opening siren? Do you mean? We we were shit, and Cochin shouldn't have kicked to that direction. But what I will say is, Port Port were very good, and they you know they were hitting targets that at points where you couldn't stop them. We weren't running great defensively, but their ball use early was really good. And Bruce McAvaney pointed out exactly why in the third quarter when in his... He was he was a bit disappointed he didn't get to spread enough goo, Bruce. And then he pointed out after halftime that Pittard had only had three disposals in the first half. And how are we supposed to win without Pittard coughing the ball up to us? Mm. That's the thing. We were never going to get a chance without Pittard you know, giving us a turnover on the wing for us to score from. Mind you, Basher Hawley couldn't bounce the football, but still, Port were good, and if they keep the ball out of Pittard's hands, they could go all the way to the grand final. There was some terrible glare at one point, uh, and I uh, I was a bit at a loss to work out what it was, but then I realised that um, Reese Conker's jumper had come up, ridden up slightly, and his stomach had caught the light, <laughs> and there was this terrible almighty, like, flash of flesh what is wrong with that bloke is he how does he play football he's as fat as fuck i mean what is wrong with him he's not tom hawkins come on well <laughs> look at that gut of his from the cheer squad guernsey how did kfc boy get a guernsey on the football field oh. he must be pretty desperate for players fifey Actually, KFC boy actually looks more like Floston, to be honest yeah he's, he's like he's like flat Floston. flat Floston. Um, yeah did i say fat or flat hey fifey do you reckon you guys are just paying the price having too many sort of recycled players from other clubs? Do you think you've reached the point where you've got to get rid of that uh, dead Grig. weight? Grig, 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 Pedard, and... To go for... Hampson, yeah. Edwards... Hampson and Edwards sit in the twos. Edwards will be pissed off at the end of this year too. That's the thing, but those are the ones that stop you going forward. They shouldn't be the ones stopping you winning finals, but Porter are a good team. But look, Pedard was yeah. not... No, Ricky Pedard was yeah. not great against... Um, Sydney, and that's why he wore the subs vest this week, and I think he became a bit of dead weight. He had a very good year up to that point, or good second half of the year, but he's one of the ones you probably want to be pushing out in future. Um, Griggs, Griggs, another one, but Morris, Morris made mistakes. If we could find a hard-nosed defender who can dispose of the ball and makes good decisions, yep. that'd be even better. But you, you've but got at least he's got. hard. At least yes, he's exactly. That's hard. that's like he that's has the role guy. he plays. That's the yeah, way he plays. Herbert Chaplin. Yeah, well, he's a bit. He, yeah, he hadn't. He didn't have a good game, did he? Um, Aeroplane jelly. You know. <laughs> he he went to jelly. Um, <laughs> anything else on that game? Because we've been talking about it for ten minutes. What about Basher Hurley? Like the I hate Basher Hurley thread came up, which I thought was a bit. Well, bit really, I thought he was okay. You need to look at you. Did you check it? Who started that? Who did start? I'm trying to remember. That Who's was Croat Tiger, also known as Tire Boy. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Yes, it was Tire Boy. Yeah, he. In a moment of in a fit of peak. Yeah. yeah. So do we really do we really want to delve into the mind of tire boys? Do we well, really it's, do it's a mi- it's a moment of the microwave, isn't it? It's a in the it, it's a microwave moment, isn't it? Oh, the memberships were the mem- as I said, the memberships worth nothing at the moment. So microwaving it has no symbolism anymore because <laughs> it's yeah it's not any use. But if yeah if we're done on that, we should probably move on to the game of the round, the result of the round. Lol North. Was it? Was any? Wasn't that Dan, at half time, were you just thinking, no, 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 no? <laughs> um, no. Well, I wasn't no? exactly. I wasn't exactly booking my my flight to Europe, but I was contemplating maybe a little bit of leave absence from big footy, given what would. Uh, 
I would I would cop if I was uh, to come back on after a North loss. But geez, I, they, look, it's only week one, but that has to be one of the most satisfying wins um, I've ever witnessed. The was that one team. of the best comebacks of your that you've ever seen for your team? Because I have absolutely written you off. I was lolling North all over the floor. <laughs> Like I, I was couldn't laugh any more than I was already. Well, and given given up to half time, it was a very low scoring game, and they had like a one five goal. Yeah, <laughs> they had a five goal buffer, and I thought that oh. was enough just to keep us at bay. But Fifey, you'll find this interesting that the second half mirrored the North v Richmond game earlier in the it year. It did. North, I was thinking North that just when, went berserk in the third quarter. When I saw them close the gap, I thought this is just like the Richmond game, except this time the destroyer was Ben Brown and not Petrie. But probably the the moment I realised that North were going to get over the line was probably early in the, in the last quarter when Todd Goldstein was able to outrun Brenton Stanton on the oh. ground. <laughs> Wasn't that great? And, and the, the Essendon supporters next to me all collectively moaned and faced palm themselves as it happened. It's like, oh... Did they you. boo him? Come on, did they boo him? Uh, it, was, it was just a collective, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that was fantastic, actually, when he... How do you get outrun by a Ruckman when you're a midfielder? And Stanton's supposed to be a running midfielder, too. That's exactly. supposed to be his thing. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. Oh, I can understand why they get so irritated with him. But that's not he... why. They get frustrated with him because his kicking's not great. Like, Well, well they, yeah, but he's just shown this sort of complacency sort of you know, effort when you're just getting outrun by a fucking giant. No. I don't know. That's... Anyways, it was a it was a good win, and so what happened? How did your team go from being so shit it, up to half time to being north? So good. It's, I know it's lulled north, but we've mirrored out our season. I think with, with that second half. I mean, we just we just put our fingers out in the in the second half, and it's the exact opposite to north last year. Instead of getting overrun, you're overrunning teams. Yeah, I, I reckon the bloke with the most unfortunate surname had a great second half, Cunnington. <laughs> yes. And, he was fantastic. I, I, I actually really like watching him play. He's he's a uh, he has a good hard go, and I thought he played really well in the second half. Yeah, we had a we had some good contributors in that in that second half. Petrie got us over the line. Which was Did fantastic. nothing for the first three quarters. Uh, Lindsay Thomas didn't do much in the first half, and Griffey was. Oh, getting... hang on, is this Fifey or this is this is Go Griff? Gri- <laughs> no, I was about to say Griffey was Griffey was getting excited there. His, yeah, well, his he favourites were struggling and North were losing, no and shit. then. And then in the last quarter, they just decided to troll him. Petrie's trolling again. He's gone to go, Griff. He's gone, you know what, Griffy? I'm going to kick him out of finals with two goals in the last five minutes. Well, yeah, I asked the question, what's the contingency in place when he kicks multiple goals in the final and eliminates the side in, in the final? Finals are tougher games, so I guess if Petrie's kicking that, his downhill ski mark in a final, that means you're not defending well enough. And he's kicked Essendon out and, yeah, master troll there. Was James Hurd spotted at the ground at all? I just want to know if, like, he was there and, like, injecting people and stuff. I just needed to, <laughs> just curious to find out if he was there. He was um, probably off with Megan Gale. Anyone catch no. Bomber Thompson's presser? No, yeah, he did he cry? Loop like they all are? No, this one, well, yeah, he, finished, yeah, he finished it rather loopily, but he was visibly frustrated. Like, at what? So he was ha- having a good old whinge about the whole process. and. But uh, it was an honest whinge. Like, it was a genuine, empathetic, frustrated by the circumstances, taking some ownership of what happened. It was the most honest appraisal of the situation that's come out of Essendon in 18 months. And he said it well, on the last day honest? in the charge. Well, what do you mean in 
honest in what sense? Well, he actually said that he said that they did this. He effectively said they caused it. Not just Essendon, but the media and everyone caused all that. And it was all about... He literally said how unfortunate it was for the players. But instead of being little and James Hurd who say it because that makes them look like good guys, you could actually tell in the tone of voice and the way he said it that he actually meant it, which is... Maybe- Maybe this is coming from a man that knows his time is up. I think it's coming from a man who's glad to be out of that club. But when you say, but sorry, when you say that they caused it, and saying the media, the media never caused this. But the the, me, the media, the media hysteria drove it though. But Essendon caused it. It was kind of he was saying. Is everyone, that what he said though? Well, that sounded like he was blaming everyone, including Essendon. So he actually took real responsibility. Well, the Herald, but trying to, but trying to the Herald that. Sun doesn't come with needles and a syringe box. No. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fuck the media. The media had nothing to do with this. They they jabbed their players. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree to... with that, but he actually oh, oh, yeah. he was empathising with the players in a way that oh. no one at Essendon has done so far. They've all said that they care about the players, but really, they're all looking after their own necks. Whereas he actually said it in a way that, you know, suggested that he gave a shit and that the players have copped a pretty shit deal by being naive and he won't be there next year. There is no way he'll be there next year. That was kind of like the parting shot of him saying, 18 months of this, fuck you, everyone. Does anybody honestly think that James Turd is going to be there next year? Honestly? No. Well, I don't think they can afford to pay him. So they'll be stuck with him. Plus the whole Messiah complex thing they got going. It's too late. Morally, he's going to stop him. Apart from Asada. Yeah, that basically Asada's the only the only hurdle, and and perhaps Paddy Ryder fucking off, which we will come to. Um, well, imagine, yeah, if if all the players start to walk out and they've got it in their cl- cause in their contract to to do it. But yeah, anything else on Lol North knocking Essendon out? Like it was a result for the people. It was a result for Big Footy. Everyone loved it. You mentioned the emergence of uh, Ben Brown, the uh, the oh, white yeah. Bob. Oh, the white, Bob. white Nick Nick, Nick Natanui and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so racist. Adam Good's pointing. As, as, as a Swan supporter, I'm offended by that, <laughs> that because of Adam Good's racist on Adam Good's behalf. And yeah. I'm a paley white person, and I find that offensive. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Dan. But uh, have we seen the end of Magic Door with that uh, with that performance? Because well, I think the courts will I take would, care of that anyway. If I was Magic Door, oh, oh, fine. No, oh. If, I, if I was Magic, I'd be very disheartened by Brown's form because he just looks like a natural footballer. When you watch him he play, does. whereas yeah. Majak is just an athlete trying to play football. He kicked some great goals too, Brown. Like those were tight angles, and he drilled them. Yeah, he's, he's a great kick. No, he, he looks like he just looks like a natural footballer who knows how to lead and mark the footy. That's good. Yeah, big yeah, men. Good big men take time, and there's plenty of them lying around in the state leagues if you're willing to look. And North unearthed a gem there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll move on to well, mission not accomplished at Geelong. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, the emergence of the the Scott curse. That's th- three out of four that Geelong have lost to Hawthorne. So no more Kenner curse. I think we're moving on to the Scott curse. So, but now nah, it was a very relieving win. A few uh, tense moments in that first half. But good to come away with the win, get the week off, and face either Port or, or Frio in Melbourne. So, you know. Stop, try, stop trying to talk up that win. That was an easy win. Nah. Come on. It was, nah. It was <laughs> they did it without showing makers. <laughs> 
I'm just shattered that uh, Hawkins didn't get a week. I think he fully deserved a week for that uh, that jumper punch on uh, poor old Stratton there. He could have knocked his head off. But did, uh, did anyone catch whether Hawkins um, picked up a pie? I was at the game. I didn't see him pick up a pie, but he yeah, he spent he long have... times absent from the play. He lost yeah, his well, appetite, didn't he? Yeah, so he, maybe he was off the ground. I don't know. Well, what about Stevie J? If anyone was absent, oh, well, no, well, that bloke. Stevie that J bloke. early on was there, but Stevie J was kicking like he was Pritis. Oh. I laughed at Teach. I think Dan might have as well, or someone else might have, when Teach suggested earlier this year that Stevie J should retire. <laughs> Maybe he should. Yeah. He made boldish calls this year that are actually looking not bad. He also said North and Freo would play off in the grand final, and that's two weeks away from possibly happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How bad was Geelong's call? to sack Chapman and keep Stevie J. I, I think, I think they were right to keep Stevie J in the end. It's just he's yeah. gone downhill this year. But Chapman's yeah. playing better football. Chapman is playing uh, better football, and that wasn't uh, I think Chapman ended up at his spiritual home, though, I mean, with his uh, <laughs> blood injections and everything. I think it'll work that well, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that uh, if it wasn't for Selwood and uh, Bartel, this you know, could have been a much bigger margin for Hawthorne. I think those two guys really... Up to the game, yeah. Stalwart, a great yeah. game. What do you get? Yeah. 30 something possessions, three goals. Great game. Yeah. He, he um, was back, the most back. damaging player. <laughs> but Hawthorne, Hawthorne just spread better. That was the thing. Like early on the game, when the game was on, Varco was looking dangerous as well as um, Hill was for Hawthorne. But Varco didn't touch it barely after half time. And well, yeah. Hawthorne just ran over them. They got Hill running, and they got Smith moving it through the middle as well. Jordan Lewis got a bit more into it, and Sam Mitchell, of course, in the third. And then it just went. <laughs> you know, they couldn't yeah. keep up. They couldn't score with them. Hawkins. Too busy eating pies. I was, I was watching that game and just uncharacteristic mistakes by the Geelong defenders. Like, after so many years, you just come to expect that, you know, if the ball, ball's high, goes about 40 metres 40 meters out from the Hawthorne goal, you know, uh, Harry Taylor, Lonigan, they'll just mark it easily, but, um, you know, balls are being dropped and all, all sorts of things that you don't expect from Geelong, so... Harry Taylor was sat at yeah. centre-half forward as well and didn't touch it there. Yeah. They didn't even kick it to him up there. That was such a waste. And Gunston, and they needed someone to give... Um, Lonigan chop out there, but it didn't happen. Yeah, because yeah, Gunston's always troubled uh, Lonigan last couple of games. Uh, he's he's too quick for Lonigan, so Lonigan's better suited for a big, bulky full forward rather than a small but more mobile Jack Gunston type. So, but now it's uh, John's got another chance. So, it'll be a very good game this week, I think, with North. But yeah, Scott versus Scott. So. Any reports on Geelong's concerning youth? Because I didn't notice Guthrie. I guess he was moving the ball backwards again. But he didn't touch it. Motlop didn't touch it. Motlop uh, had a shit game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitch Duncan, all that sort of supplies. Yeah, he, he, he was pretty. Barely absent. noticed them. Barely noticed them. So. Um, Walker uh, took a few Josh grabs Caddy early play? and then was wasn't sighted again. Hawkins might have Haw- eaten him. Hawkins was terrible in the like the first quarter. He had two or three real chances that yeah, could have put them. Cats out muscled Lake and he dropped them. Uh, his eyes were bulging big, but he couldn't catch. No, he, he played like he was on a Jenny Craig diet. He just wasn't on to that no, night. He wasn't. Didn't have yeah. a good night, and Geelong didn't either. Hawthorne were good, but Geelong. Is this the end of Geelong? I, I'm throwing another existential question here, but is this sort of like a, a sign that the Geelong sort of juggernaut is over now? I think the Geelong they... juggernaut ended on one ten night. I think that was when we saw that they're not going to be a team of yeah. a genuine contender, at least without a decent rebuild after that but anything else on that game oh i'd just like to comment on the reaction of the geelong supporters after the game uh 
especially, especially on the bay. Uh, oh, geez. Um, or son of God, yeah. we'll come to him. S- son of God. <laughs> or, or soggy, as we should call him from now on. <laughs> soggy. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to him, Fifey. Yeah, we'll, we have a special section for people like him. Can, can the AFL just admit that this whole Hawthorne Geelong thing is dead, though? I mean, it's getting pretty one-sided now. I think we all agree that Hawthorne are now the better team and they should just give it up. Yeah, but they won't stop. <laughs> yeah, Hawthorne supporters won't stop. No, n- n- neither nah. team's going to stop, so why would the AFL? It's When was the last time the Crows were relevant, Marto? <laughs> <laughs> About 15 years ago. <laughs> anyway, let's... Maybe last time they made a grand final. Mm. Maybe maybe someone like Bernie. Lo- oh, sorry, not Bernie Lomax. Bernie, Bernie Lomax, aka Zamol, aka Wish I Was, maybe able to tell me. But uh, you guys probably don't keep up with the shit fights. But, no, uh, I don't even. Oh, the shit fights. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the last one, which is the Colas getting over Frio. DB, fire off you goo. <laughs> well, look, I'd just like to say first and foremost, Buddy is a. Uh, a one, it, it's so wonderful to have Buddy Franklin back home. <laughs> he's playing before his home crowd and he's getting back in touch with his roots and it has been incredible to see. I have to say, though, I watched the game yesterday on replay after going to the game and the experience of the game was very different. I thought that Frio were much more in it at the game. So watching it live, I thought we were only a kick away from losing, really, for most of the game. When I went home and watched on the free uh, on the replay, I really felt our midfield smashed them in close. And I loved it. What did you say to Ross Lyon as he was walking down to the... <laughs> I said, I fucking hate you. You've got weird eyes. Every time you do a press conference, I want to kick you in the nuts. And he said, fuck you. Uh, and then we had a few words and I kicked him in the nuts. And then he kept going. And that's when we decided to say we have to agree to disagree. But I got one. As, as hard as it was to find his nuts, I got them. And I laid them in. I, I laid a boot into them. I thought you asked him um, when he was going to sub Ballantyne on. Oh, yeah. Because Hayden Hayden just kept up. He played this final like his last one, basically. Oh, my God. Is that guy disappear? Can, it... it he must have special vanishing. He puts he puts the ring on and he's gone. Oh, and, and he's gone. Fire, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> beautiful. He, he uh, does. We, we need Teach to do his golem voice. He's good at it. <laughs> oh. He just he just and and you know the other thing that really shits me about Frio. There's some things that really shit me about that club. But fucking Ryan Crowley. Mr. AKI, AKA I'm a fucking tough guy. Aka. And I'm going to pick a fight with every prick under the sun when I'm playing in Subiaco. When I go away from Subiaco, I just stay quiet and I don't have any fights with anybody. He's a fucking dog and I hate his guts. So. But that game, as you said, that I thought it was genuinely close, but Frio really lost that game in two patches where they let... They conceded two goals in the last three minutes of the third, and then Buddy's two in the last after they kicked the first two to get it back. That just that was the game. Those four goals. It's true, and the and the the the, uh, the thing that really changed the game was that, uh, and I was sit, sitting on that wing was when uh, in the fourth quarter they moved Buddy up into the midfield and moved him up basically out onto the wing for the bounce ups, and all of a sudden he's standing right right near us out on the wing for the bounce ups. It's like, oh, what are you doing out here? Next thing, kicks two goals. 
game's over, basically. It was the spread as well. Like, Pav played a super game. Like, for yeah, a guy who looks like for a guy who looks like most of the season, he looks kind of slow, and you're wondering, is he is he finished? He in finals time comes around and Jeezy lifts the gear. It's just a shame oh. none of the others went with him um, up forward. But true, and he's got he's got thighs like an Essendon drug cheat, but he's still a, a fantastic, still a fantastic footballer. And Sandilands, it's like a circus freak. He, just, he was winning every hit out in that last quarter. That fourth quarter, he was just a monster. But, so, yeah, if Ross Lyon wasn't the coach, I'd even like Freo, but I can't. I I'll never like Freo. The purple just shits me. Yeah, yeah. But... Sydney smashed him on the outside, though. Lewis Jetta had a huge yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ballantyne did nothing, and, excuse me, and um, Stephen, Stephen Hill, Hill. Did he actually get on the plane? I, I'm not sure. Was he there? Uh, he might have got left behind because the, the plane got cancelled, which we should yeah, probably mention. Yeah. The, the flight got cancelled and all the conspiracy theories, X-File music. Oh. Um, apparently that means the AFL are helping Sydney out by cancelling yeah, flights yeah. now. No, well, we've got extra money to spend, so we just we put some money towards that plane and the, and it worked. Did you see the photo of that, that mate of mine on, on the flight back to Adelaide the next day of Ross Lyon on the plane? No. Uh, He's caught Ross getting on the plane in, um, and and it's a purple plane. Funnily enough, it was a Jetstar plane, and he looked so angry. (laughs) Were the eyes? Were the eyes look like they've been darting around? And it was a still photo, and the eyes were still moving. (laughs) It's like one of those ones that sits on the wall, and if you move, the eyes still follow. The wibbly, yeah, the wibbly wobbly ones, like in those little games where the balls are bouncing around. Maybe his balls were still sore. Because I gave him a good building. Oh. Yeah, Stephen Hill, yeah, they must have left him behind because he was yeah, non-existent as well. Him and Ballantyne. Walter, wa- Walter's tried, but the rest of them, who, those smaller... Um, flaky, and Daniel Pierce. Well, there's oh. no surprise he got subbed. Jesus. Mm. Daniel Pierce. So, hopefully, um, hopefully, Marto, or hopefully you'll smash... I would love to see you smash Frio over there. That's my, my hope, my dream. Well, I don't think it's going to be a smashing. It's obviously going to be a tough game, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm feeling confident. I'm, I'm feeling com- I'm feeling confident about uh, uh, the way Port are playing. I'm not feeling so confident about the result. But gee, if we win this one, look out! I hope you win because Amstaff's currently serving a two-week ban. So, oh, if, if you, really? if, if you look, yeah, he, he made a trip to the Richmond board. But if, so, you, if you lose, he won't be around to melt. So oh, he made we... a check. What an idiot. Only he was after winning. After winning. What um, a fucking idiot. So we need we need Port to win so that Amstaff can melt when Port eventually <laughs> lose. But speaking of melts, Heritia Lumumba. Uh, what's uh, he complaining about now? Uh, the Mardi Gras picture. Oh, uh, and everything upsets this guy, seriously. <laughs> it was so sad. I, I was so sad for them. Uh, who did the drawing? Who did the drawing? That's um, the question. Uh, maybe, maybe, it was funny, maybe, wasn't it? <laughs> maybe they did it to themselves. Maybe Pendlebury just did it to himself. On the Did Heretia ever stop to think about that? No, he's, he's only stopped, he only thinks about himself. It sounds like something Swanee would do. Yeah. To be yeah. a smart-ass, because he knows that Heretia is going to go, Oh... <laughs> Master troll Swanee, or someone down there. Maybe Seedsman. Seedsman's a bit of a master troll with the. Um, oh, Lezo. Yeah, he know he knows all about the the Bay Thread. Surely, if he's ever Googled himself, he would. So yeah, maybe he's learnt trolling from Bay Thirteen. 
maybe he's short. Apparently he's going to Melbourne. Yeah. He had a, he had a uh, brunch or whatever it was with uh, Paul Ruse the other day. So, yeah, he might be there next year. Maybe swap for Mitch Clark. Apparently he's coming back to footy as well. So, who knows? You, if you were Melbourne and you let Mitch Clark go to someone else, you'd be you'd be fucking spewing. But, but Collingwood's already got Jesse White. They don't need Mitch White. Mitch Clark. They've already got one done. <laughs> Uh, I think the... Uh, They've already 20- got enough tattoos, haven't they? I mean, let's face it. Fuck. You can never get enough tattoos at Collingwood. Yeah. But yeah, what else have we got on Heredia? Because it's like he does want to be offended by anything there is. Like, I why, would any, someone... why would any club want to have this guy at their club? I mean, he's just not worth it if he's just going to get yeah. upset at the smallest, most... In- mundane things. Maybe Essendon should take him because at least if he's sooking about shit, that's what they'll be writing about you instead just, of all the you drugs. Can, you could just jab him just to shut him up. Yeah. Although Heard wouldn't like Heredia stealing his press, so that can't happen. Uh, I mean, seriously, if you t- you're not going to save the world, Harry. I mean, you, <laughs> the, the Avengers are not real. You're a footballer, all right? And you're not one of them, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stick to playing footy and shut up. Heredia is confused as to why Thor's blonde. I reckon he's going. I reckon he's going to Hawthorne actually. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, uh, because I think Hawthorne have got a problem with because Brian Lake is only once one. Really, a can't play key position away. though. He he doesn't uh, like the high beat. ball. And, and and he'd be a good mate with um with Gibbo because the, together those two would make a, a wonderful pair at a nightclub, wouldn't they? Because they're black. <laughs> no, I didn't Where's the connection? That. Why would they be good mates? Because they're polar Because opposites. they're both metrosexual wankers. That's why. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right. Heredia yeah. is a sensitive soul. He's not yeah. a wanker. And, and, and Josh Gibson, you know, he wears funny glasses and all that kind of stuff. He's I don't think funny... either would like the attention that the other took off them. Yeah, they... yeah, you'll find a way to complain about that too. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Gib- okay. Gibbo's appearing in more photos than him or something. Yeah, right. be a bit of competition. But look, Melbourne's just about one of the only destinations he can go to. His currency would have to. Oh, be low. what about Richmond? No, can, we, we don't want any more of these recycled <laughs> fucking. Hey, recycled player won't hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, but we don't. We don't want one who's going to start. No. We don't yes, want... yes, we do. Yeah, come on. I'd yeah, yeah. It braces, Fifey. Horatio would... to Richmond. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would rather get Ben Cousins back and Dan Connors. Oh. I'd rather have them than Heretier. <laughs> but yeah, I think Melbourne. Reckon he'll of... change his name again. He's changed it a few times, hasn't he? Mm. To Brian Harris. He might call himself Brian Harris. <laughs> change his name to Mardi Gras. Maybe you should change it to Mitch Clark and some clubs might want him. Anyway, on Mitch Clark, yeah, you'd have to be. If you're the demon, you'd have to be spewing if he wanted to walk and go play somewhere else. Like, unless he could argue that Melbourne's the reason he's got depression. Well, <laughs> that, that's the reason, wasn't it? Playing for Melbourne's enough that's to make anyone... That's Yeah. That's why he left, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Yeah, but he, he, he can't go for nothing, so wherever he wants to go, have you're going to have to do a trade. Yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. do a trade, so... Maybe stick around, pick or something. So maybe maybe we'll go to Carlton. Mad Nick will give up a first rounder for him. No, no. It sounds like something Richmond do. I, I, I'm thinking Richmond too. No, yeah. we don't. We actually we so genuinely you, don't Mitch need Mitch Clark him. and Horatio to go to Richmond. His name's not even Horatio. <laughs> Horatio's the fucking ranger with the sunglasses, man. Oh um, well, whatever his fucking name is, Harryo, Lumumba, Lamumba, whatever his name is. It <laughs> maybe will be Horatio next week. Maybe that'll be. I, it. I guess in all seriousness, Freo would probably look at Mitch Clark, wouldn't they? Surely. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. He he's a big 
they, they, they need someone else. They wanted him to first. They, they, they yeah. don't have a... They don't is, he, have a is he happy to move interstate? Well, that's he, where he's from. That's where he grew up. Oh, he's from Perth, is he? Yeah, he wanted yeah. to get back there and Brisbane oh. to get the deal done, so then I Melbourne he was gave based, him a shitload of money. I thought he was based in Melbourne. My apologies. No, well, he's based in Melbourne now, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to go back, but that's where he wanted to go when he left Brisbane, but Melbourne offered him a fucking dump truck of money. Yeah. Well, it was like Kurt Tippett. I mean, he was he found out where his real roots were when he came back to Sydney. <laughs> Gold Coast ain't home. <laughs> That's anymore. right. I have no relatives there anymore. I'm going where all my other relatives are. My money. 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 <laughs> Speaking of players who are on the move, Paddy Ryder's looking at exercising that um, oh. little-known clause to get the fuck out of Essendon. He didn't look like a player that was moving on Saturday night. Well, but well, from the sound of things, he doesn't wear the pants either. So. I reckon. I reckon he deserves a United Nations award if he follows that up. In all seriousness, he is. If Dude, he, if he gets takes... one of those, Harry is going to melt. Already, <laughs> <laughs> right. will just uh, go into a. Oh, he... that's not fair. Where's mine? He'll ask for a transfer to Essendon just so he can quit from there. <laughs> where's he? Where's he going? But apparently he wants to go to a non-AFL market city, legitimately. He wants to go somewhere north. So he might go to Hawthorne. Sydney. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> no, one of the two, one of the two Sydney teams Sydney. or one of the two... He's not coming to Sydney. No, stop, stop linking him to us. You guys okay. need him. What, what do we need? You need you need a Ruckman. Oh, because we only got Sam Naismith, Mike Pike and uh, somebody else. Yeah. Derek. No, we don't know him. No, you could, you could do with him because Pike's getting old and the others aren't ready yet. Uh, no, but right. you don't have the money. We don't have any money. It's all right. We got rid of Mumford. Because Although you know. do have that loose cap, the overflowing cola bottle um, <laughs> with the money. But We're keeping a lid on that. That's right. It would be funny if he left and there's rumours about Carlisle as well. Oh, really? Mm. What's the rumours about Carlisle? Oh, he's, a, he's the other player who wants to walk. Oh, I would so love to see that. I'd like to see Ryan's melt over that. Oh. That'd be funny. But, yeah, they want out of Essendon. And, well, let's let's go to someone who actually has quit Essendon, and that's Leroy Jetta. Well, he claims that he's not jumping shit. He's just looking for more opportunity. I don't think he's going to get him anywhere. <laughs> like, he's just jumping before he's pushed, isn't he? <laughs> well, if you read it that way. I mean, I was just reading something on, on the AFL website saying that he's looking for more opportunity, not that he was leaving because of... Is he going to play a castrato or something in the, in the opera? I just don't see a club giving him a go. I don't think even Melbourne would go there. He is the original diver. Let's not forget that. Oh, uh, that high-pitched diver. He made diving cool before Lindsay Thomas came on the scene. And Jimmy Bartel. Don't forget Jimmy Bartel. Bartel. Hodgepodge won't be happy if you get Bartel. All, all goods. <laughs> all goods. And the rising star last week. Louis Taylor. Who is that guy? <laughs> From what I know of him, he is basically he's a younger version of Hayden Valentine with a little bit less. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Like he, at least he'll never go missing in finals because the Bryans won't get there. But but nobody even knows who he is. Yeah, he beat Bontempelli, which is. I I've know. got to say, I was surprised. I thought Bontempelli would win it easily. What about McDonald? Didn't you melt with all the other North supporters? You thought McDonald? No, was I home? didn't. No, he was he was solid this year without doing anything spectacular like Bontempelli did. Like Bontempelli played some really good games and won games off his own boot for for uh, who's he play for? Fitz for. What's great? So, based on that... Suze would never concede that. Are you a real North supporter? Well, I'm not on the fucking Kool-Aid like some of them are on the North board. Quantum Pally should have won fighting, basically. Jake Lloyd should have had a... He did pretty well. Who's Jake Lloyd? I just want 
well, now, now I know. Thank you. And a couple of BNFs have already been won. Ablett didn't win the Suns one, which I guess is that surprising when you miss seven games. But the Brian's re- rewarded mediocrity, as Hadouken would say, with giving it to Rockliffe. Oh, that's that fun. And fresh out of getting out of Sydney, Mumford's picked up the Giants one. He, he, he must be pretty happy with himself. Good on him. He won't be playing finals, but anyway. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm very happy for Mumford. Because we had to let him go. Good on him. Great bloke. He misses playing for the Swans. That's all right. Yeah, you'll miss him, I think, before these finals are through just quietly. He would have done all right on Sandy um, on well, the weekend. Well, we still won, though. <laughs> yeah, but wait till he comes up against the All-Australian Steggles, okay? When you play Hawthorne, if you oh, play them in the grand final. There, there's no more terrifying Ruckman than Aaron Sandler. <laughs> No, no, no. You, you've not been listening to Penal. Steggles is the All-Australian Ruckman. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, God. Okay. No chance in hell. <laughs> He's been good, but no chance in hell. And right. I'm rolling up my sleeves here. Yes. Go. We'll move on to the Bay 13 Hall of Fame. We've got two this week. And the first one, well, this is the inanimate carbon rod category. So we're going to have one thing that's not actually a person. And just because Richmond's streak came to an end this week, we're going to induct another streak which is the St Kilda Streak DVD, which has provided so much amusement over the journey. Has anybody ever watched it? <laughs> Plug that. It's almost like someone created a box. <laughs> and, the... and never put anything in it. Yeah, and never put anything. It's like someone photoshopped a box saying there's a Streak DVD and St Kilda been stuck with it forever. It is a lovely box. It just, it just sums up it. St Kilda, though. In the... This is their second most successful era, and that sums it up. And the other one being, well, since the Battle of the Top Bunk will be this weekend, North's coach Brad Scott, who also brings plenty of lols, particularly in his presses and his reactions. Is that the first coach in the Hall of Fame? I think... I think it is, yeah. What well up, yeah. Brad? So yeah, he well. got him. He got him before James Heard. Jeez. No, there's a no. There's a no. There's a no cunts rule. So James can't get <laughs> oh, it. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you've made Susie a very happy woman, Fifey. Well, I hope that's the only time. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll move on to, yeah, this week on the Bay. And as Network Nerd hinted at, he's been waiting to get at this, but flog of the week. Soggy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he wanted to kill 566. Interesting number, 566 Hawthorne supporters. He said and, and, that. And Jades as well. And Jades, okay, and Jades, yeah. So there was that's quite a meltdown, really. But by, everybody wants to kill Jades. By any standards, that's a massive melt, and he cancelled his Why account. did he want to kill 566? Because he was angry. <laughs> he was irrationally <laughs> angry, and that's what was great about it. There's now, guys, guys oh. I've got the scoop. Um, I ventured over bravely to the Geelong board um, after the... Yeah, after the results. So dropped. brave. And he was he was melting over there as well. And uh, what it was, he he said he promised his missus um, that he'd uh, delete his account uh, if Geelong lost. So uh, I think he was trying to go out with a bang. I don't. I wouldn't call it attention whoring because this is just the way he is. He's 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 been a ticking time bomb. He always has been. But, uh, but yeah, that's the story behind it. But he's actually he's actually back as well on the uh, fantasy football board. So so he didn't delete his account. No, no. So he's he worked, back. He oh, worked okay. on his. Maybe business. maybe this is maybe. <laughs> Maybe this is a the big footy equivalent of suicide by cop in that you break all the rules and hope that someone whacks you forever for it, like a two blue did. <laughs> but yeah, he was. Imagine, just... imagine getting called a welcher by your wife or your girlfriend. That must be the ultimate low. Uh, We've all been called that once or twice before. <laughs> 
Am I allowed to nominate Griffey? You absolutely may. Sorry, go Griff. Given how the dogs have gone in like the last few years and their record against North, every time he posts something, a North poster just comes back at him with a baseball bat. Personally, I'm starting to see him as a bit of a toilet bowl because every time I respond to a post of his, I feel like I'm taking a massive shit. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even mentioned the backfire threats of his yet. The Drew Petrie predictor that went nuts on after Saturday night's result. That was sensational, and he couldn't he couldn't get over. And he still he still toes the line of his inane, stupid anti North <laughs> shit. It's like it's like hodgepodge, but Podgy can kind of string them along a lot better. Griffey's just flailing at the moment, and it's what's well, not even trolling; it's just spamming. He's saying the same thing over and over and over again. But people are still biting Dan. Sounds like you're biting Dan. <laughs> But, yeah, so I think those are the only two. Tire Boys has been pretty shit this way, too. But I think between Griffey and Soggy, who do we want? I'm for Soggy. I'm Soggy, too. Yeah, yeah. Give, give it a Soggy. Soggy. And Threat of the Week. I'd nominate the Petrie Predictor first off. <laughs> that was, that, that, that's been classic, just to watch. You know, his game pretty much mirrored his whole year. He's been very lean, but he's he's at, he's been able to kick goals against genuine top eight sides. Yeah. And he was able to kick a couple of goals in the last four minutes of the game to eliminate Essendon. Yeah, master troll. What Petri. about that great thread about the fifteen um, zero? We're gonna the Tigers are gonna win the. Who who started that one? Portsmouth. John Hart Junior. No. no. <laughs> Anything else for thread of the week, Dan? You have I, look. I think Hodgepodge is purple patches continuing his thread of Cochin is the worst captain in the history of humanity was just, <laughs> just pretty bloody good <laughs> oh geez it's, it's pretty good did anyone try to derail that with um with lethal uh, you, you can't derail it's not, it's not, it's not quite this actually someone tried I think on post three but or maybe it was another thread he made this week someone tried on another thread he made this week and it but oh what about um what about I've had longer shits than um Jurits. Yeah, the Jurits ones was really good. I've had longer shits than Richmond's um, 2014 finals campaign. <laughs> I like that thread. It was a really good title. That thread title just makes me laugh. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was really... Uh, I'm a big fan of a good thread title, and that was really good. RS and drug fans, the ferals of the modern era thread from Winston Smith was pretty amusing. But <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, yeah, true. But who do we want? Do we want Jurits or do we want Podge? I'm for Petri Predictor. Oh, that would have been giving Gogriff a bloody... No, I don't know. Fuck that. I've had longer shits than Richmond's 2014 finals campaign is my nomination. Yeah, okay. I'll give it to Juritz because HodgePodge <laughs> wants it too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah, attention <laughs> yeah. You know it's true. Yeah, HodgePodge needs to stop tagging me and telling me which, which, <laughs> what thread of the week is this week. <laughs> anyway, before we move on, last week's poll is having Tom Jones and Ed Sheeran at the grand final as bad as having Meatloaf. 14.6% said yes. 17.1% said no. 26.8% said Ed Sheeran leaves Jack Watts dripping wet. And 41.5% the winner said Tom Hawkins likes Meatloaf, but not as much as he likes pies. <laughs> So, yeah. Hang on, Ed Sheeran's that bloody ranger, isn't it? Yes, he is. The, oh, yeah, the Ronald Weasley. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's Ron Weasley, yeah. And we'll move on to next week. We'll start with the battle for the top bunk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'll be fucking singing that song by the week's end. I can tell you. Uh, well, it sounds so bad when North Beach along. No. It's... Yeah, true. And the funny thing about this is that the Scott brothers playing off in a final, of course, mm. and the top bunk is, you know... The Sukov. Yeah. And they don't like it when they get talked about 
as a you know together group together. Because they're separate individual yeah, fighters. They're, they're, they're not one. They're, they're, they're separate. I know they don't like it. They're I'm, their own person. Respect. I imagine. I imagine the melts will come this week because it's going to be turned up to eleven this week. All about it'll be all about the brothers, don't you? And <laughs> don't there's you a lot worry. of tension, a residual tension about who had to turn off the light before they went to bed, <laughs> and that's still there all these years later. And, and obviously, killing. Chris is a little bit envious of Brad because Brad got cousin Sue's supporting his team. So yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think Chris is even a cousin to Sue. Is, is he? No, he no. Some, somehow he's not. Yeah. <laughs> But, look, people get sucked in by this, that um, teams the first week always look like they could <laughs> yep. roll a team in the second week, and they never do. They get yeah. smacked down. History suggests, yeah. history suggests the elimination finalist run ends this week. Yes, uh, but yes. it won't happen for this game, True. because the Roos are looking all right, well, and Geelong are concerning. Bias aside, it would be refreshing to see a non-top four side at least play off in the preliminary final. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's going to happen. I think North will do it. North will do it, and Teach won't be able to sabotage the bandwagon. Oh, Teach, Teach! I, you know what? I got jumper cables this week, and I've revived <laughs> the wagon, and I'm going to run that fucker over this week. And we're all on the wagon. Yes, we're all, we're all on it. We couldn't get Royals back because we've killed him so many times. Mm-hmm. Teach your own creation, whether you're being facetious or not. <laughs> it's going to run you over. You're gone. <laughs> You're gone. Your, your tipping competition's only going to have four people in it next year. You will have to walk home, you cunt. <laughs> okay, so who's everyone else got for this one? I think that um, the big advantage is that both get to play at home again, and that's why I think North can win, is because they haven't. They don't have to travel. No, the Cats aren't well, playing at Shithole. Is this at Shithole Stadium? Or is it the MCT? Right? <laughs> Is this well, a Shinnok Stadium or is it the MCG? MCG. MCG. But it doesn't matter. Like, you're 40 minutes in the bus or whatever. North don't have to travel to Perth. They're playing in Melbourne still. Yeah. But they're not so playing they, at Eddie Haddon. Brad doesn't like that. Oh, oh we're on oh, to the MCG. Oh, yeah, right. I know. The, no hey. roof. Yeah, I know. No roof. No win. I know. Bring an umbrella, Brad. Yeah, true. Bring in some box of tissues. So okay. who, 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 the report before I make my oh, who do you decide on there, DB Swanee? Uh, I still think I, I actually still think North are going to win. I don't know why Cunnington, the most unfortunate surname, will have a big game, and I think North. Network news. Yeah, I think Geelong will bounce back myself. Uh, Geelong bounce. Yeah, yeah, Geelong bounce pretty much, but yeah, they'll, they'll come back. And Mardo. Um, I'm still trying to find the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing well, Marta. That's great. Here we go. Friday, partly cloudy. I'm going to tip north. <laughs> and let's let's go to the other game, which is yeah, uh, purple Puff versus That's the second power. week in a row you didn't ask for my tip on the Friday. No, you day. said you were going to run over Teach with the bandwagon, his own creation. Yeah, but that's not my official tip, though. <laughs> All right, fine. What's your official tip? Okay, well, since you asked, I am going to tip north. <laughs> Now, now you can carry on. Poofs versus the power. Look, I think Port are a real show, but based on the fact that, yeah, the elimination final thing, Frio are a pretty professional outfit, and, yeah, maybe they just might get over the top. Go to power. Get fucked, Fifey. You're still bitter over the loss on No, I want to see you win, oh. but I'm sceptical that Frio will not because they just play that brand of football. That, yeah. I'm on the power wagon. I do not want to see... Uh, 
Fremantle playoff in a preliminary final or a grand final. Go power. I'm sick of hearing about wagons. I've heard enough about them this year. Uh, we've got all sorts of wagons on this program. Yeah, we're a wagon show. We're a wagon show. But, yeah, I want to see Port win, but I'm just sceptical of that finals record. Oh, well, don't be sceptical. Just tip power. Oh, fucking all right, then. Power. Good. Yeah, good. North North to play Port in the grand final. There you go. See, that would be good, though. Yes. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. There'll be bay covers at the grand final. There'll be bay covers. There'll be bay covers. And it'll be pissing down with rain. Oh, God. I'll have my stand to the, I'll be I'll be able to get into the ground for free. They won't you won't have to buy for tickets for that. Maybe even final. Suze will go. Oh no, that's pushing it. She won't go. <laughs> They'll play Never Tear Us Apart before the game starts. Oh, just get, just get more of you in. And they'll start booing the game starts. Yeah. ABC TV will probably broadcast the game on <laughs> NITV. Uh, DB Swanee, who are you on for this one? My heart says Port, and my uh, brain says Port. I think uh, Port's going to win it, especially if Ballantyne's out. Uh, I want to see Port. Do oh, it. he'll just disappear again anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, it, it, whether he's there or not there, he won't be there. Um, so. Network nerd? I'm, I'm going to go for a port. They're going to keep on winning and uh, we'll meet him in the prelim. That'll be a hell of a prelim too. And Mar- yeah. Mardo, did you actually tip? No, I didn't. Uh, well, my heart says port, of course. Frio. But, uh, my brain does still say uh, Frio might just scrape over the line. I hope I'm wrong. That's not very gooey, Mardo. Nah. Oh, that's, a very, that's a very main board tip. That's Mardo. shit good. You know Amstaff is going to melt when he hears. <laughs> he melt, but he's band melt when he hears. <laughs> he's going to have band melt. Yeah, he's banned. He's going to melt, but he can't oh, no. post it. Oh, no. He's going to have to Someone's going to have to have a oh. sympathy melt for him. It's going to be oh. the bravest melt you'll ever see. <laughs> not ever oh. see. He's going to put his Christopher Pine uniform on and have a... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 I put him in the Christopher Pine uniform. And he fucking hated... He was absolutely... Oh, constantly seeing that picture. You keep posting it. <laughs> That's right, because I gave it to him. <laughs> DB, thank you. I'm, ne- I'm disappearing for a week. Oh. In his best, best Christopher Pine voice. <laughs> Anyway, this was the podcast for <laughs> semi-final week. Fifey joined by Network Nerd. Uh, good night, guys. Dan. <laughs> Lol North. So join in the chorus and sing it one and all. Join in the chorus. Just tell me when to stop. Yeah, now. Mardo? You've lost your train of foot now, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> trains, all trains got derailed this week. Tiggy, tiggy trains, trains of thought. Um, teacher's train. Mardo? Go to the pair. They're a great addition to the finals, akin to Brian Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. And adding 9.8% extra floggishness, DB Swanee. It, it has been 9.8% uh, a lot of fun to come on tonight. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and uh, look forward to seeing some of you in the preliminary finals and the rest of you in tears. Okay. <laughs> that was a very Padukan. Uh... <laughs> Thank you.